Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving the area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us as we kick things off today. Uh, we'll tip things off, rather, uh, right after this. Let the celebration begin. The 22nd try is the first win for Spring Mills over Martinsburg as they storm the court at at the Cardinal Coliseum. 63-45. Spring Mills is a legit contender in the EPEC. The young Cardinals knock off the Bulldogs tonight. The Cardinals knocked off the Bulldogs Friday night. Now we're joined on the program by head coach of the Spring Mills Cardinals, Luke Samples. How are you doing today, Coach Samples? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing great. You uh, got the win on Friday night, also a game on Saturday, so a 2-0 weekend. Uh, how's it feel for your team to kind of be really where it is right now in the highest of highs right now? Man, it feels great. Uh, any Anytime you can win a game, um, and especially on Friday night, a game of that magnitude, and then come back the next day and take care of business against a big athletic uh, Broadford and Christian, um, it always feels good, man. I, I'm happy for the kids. I'm happy for the community. I'm happy for the school. Coach, uh, you know, that's uh, your first win over Martinsburg in program history on Friday. The girls' team also got their first win over Martinsburg on Thursday. So both programs uh, definitely riding highs right now. And what was that like, I guess, for the future of this program, do you think, to, to finally knock off Martinsburg and uh, build momentum heading into Saturday and just the rest of the season? Yeah, man, hard work pays off. Uh, we, 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 we've been grinding uh, – we, we work. We work. I think as hard as anyone. Uh, we we put we put the time in the film room. We put the time in the weight room. We put the time in the gym. Um, and these guys are bought in. And I think you're starting to see uh, little by little uh, hard work just paying off. Uh, again, this is my third season as uh, the head coach here, and you know we built we built with great assistance, a great administration. Uh, parents uh and uh we got the kids and it just takes time and uh, i think that the, the just the hard work showing and it's paying off and uh it's a great it, it propels into the second half of our season um and we're we're actually right where we want to be i mean there's, there's no place we'd rather be um you know when you when you're when you're climbing the mountain it's uh it's a, it's a tough it's a tough road it's a tough journey um and when you're at the top of the mountain it's sometimes harder to harder to stay there so um, I told the kids uh, on Saturday the difficult thing is you know climbing the mountain, but it's more difficult to stay on the top of the mountain. Um, and right now, I mean, we're at the top of the mountain. We're right where we want to be. So we just have to stay there. Coach Samples, Colin McLaughlin here. Thank you again for uh, joining us this afternoon. And we mentioned uh, Friday before that game against Martinsburg that it was a possibility of uh, changing of the guard, so to say. Is that kind of what it felt like for you guys with this win over Martinsburg, who's typically been the uh, dominant team in the section? When you have a, when you have a team and a coaching staff like Martinsburg, and just the tradition uh, that they have, um, it's always a goal, you know, to to one day, you know, try to be a program 
that can compete with Martinsburg. It's the same with Hedges and what we did the uh, week before. When you play those programs, and myself as a coach, and I know my players, you know, we, we just want to be in the same conversation as the Martinsburgs of the world and the Hedgesvilles of the world. Uh, we want to put ourselves there. And, uh, you know, Martinsburg's always going to be there. Hedgesville's always going to be there. And I do feel now, you know, we're there. We sit at the same table. And uh, that's all we can ask for. Uh, you know, it's been I mean, my, my first two years here. We didn't even come close to beating Martinsburg. And uh, it's been that. It's been that way since our school opened. And now that we're, we're, we're there on Friday night at Hedgesville and we're playing Martinsburg at home and we're, we're actually winning those games, it just, it's a testament to uh, everything that everyone in our program has done, from the kids to the you know, assistant coaches uh, to the parents to the school to the teachers in our school. I mean, the, the whole atmosphere of Spring Mills is changing slowly but surely. And uh, I think that's what you're seeing out there uh, on these Friday nights. And uh, you, you talked about that win over Hedgesville. Prior to that, we had the game when you guys uh, fell by 10 to Musselman and you didn't have Keyshawn Cheek out there. Uh, obviously, that game could have been different with Cheek out there. But what does Cheek mean to the team? We've talked about when we've had you on before. But, I mean, averaging over 23 points a game, you know, now in the middle of his freshman season. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a there's a ton of controversy when I say this, but he's the best player in the state. I mean, I, I, I said it after the Lindsley game. I'll say it again. He just is. He There's no one in this state, and I, I watch a lot of games, man. There, there's no one in this state that can do what he does. He can absolutely take over a game offensively and, I mean, and defensively. I mean, that big charge he took in the fourth quarter, um, the steals he gets, the rebounds he pulls down, and what we put on him – uh, I just don't think I don't think another uh, player has that kind of uh, I, I guess you can say uh, role that we give him. I mean, he, he leads us as a 14-year-old. He turns uh, 15 on January 26th, and it's like a couple days. But the, the role he plays for us um, as a freshman or even as a senior, um, there's no one else in the state that I've seen uh, that, that's even close. I mean, he's special. He can he can he's a three-level scorer. Uh, He's a leader, and again, I think I think the thing that a lot of people miss is just uh, his strength. I mean, he's so strong. He's a weight room warrior. I mean, what you see out there is it's from a lot of hard work. Um, he's been he's been with us in sixth grade, so uh, he's been in the weight room since sixth grade. And we, you know, we we we've, we've been working with him, and he he works, you know, with with different trainers, and he uh, plays travel basketball, and he's all he has a ball in his hands all the time. And uh, what you're seeing is is just. You know, his hard work, what hard work and talent can do. He has natural God-given ability. Um, but it, there's a lot of hard work, and he's just getting better every game. And it's going to be exciting to see him uh, throughout this season and his next, uh, his next three years. And, Coach, uh, in that win on Saturday, not only did Keyshawn have a great game, but Caleb Thomas had an, another impressive performance. And he's, you know, a player that – when Keyshawn was out, he actually had to kind of run point guard for you. So what has it been like to see his development? Because he's a guy that can play on the wing, can play in the post, and even play a little bit of guard. Yeah, Caleb Thomas, man, the most, uh, the most underrated player in the state. He's the best guest in the state, but I think uh, he's not going to be for long. He also guards the other team's best player. Whether it's a whether it's a center, whether it's a forward, whether it's a point guard, he is on the other team's best player. And uh, yeah, he's he's our he's our backup point guard. As crazy as it sounds, um, and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, if you're watching the game, you know we run our off- offense through Keyshawn. Well, we run Caleb Thomas is our point forward, and uh, we run a lot of we run almost everything through him. It looks like Keyshawn 
you know, he has a ball in his hand a lot, but a lot of the things we do off the ball is based off Caleb Thomas. And, uh, I mean, he can go off two feet with two hands and straight off the ground and dunk the ball. I mean, like Shaquille O'Neal. You haven't seen that yet because he's just not – he's a freshman. He hasn't got comfortable doing that in the game yet. Um, I mean, he can shoot. He can handle it. He can play defense. Um, the sky is the limit. His ceiling, I mean, for a 6'4", six, 6'5", six, kid with a size 15 shoes, uh, his ceiling is endless. Uh, it's just it, – it's a pleasure. It's a joy and a pleasure, and I'm lucky to coach these guys. Um, you know, I, I appreciate what they do for us. Uh, our entire staff does. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're a one-two uh, dynamic duo right now. And uh, yeah, Keisha, uh, Caleb takes a lot of pressure off me, a lot of pressure off Keyshawn, a lot of pressure off the other players. He's so cool, calm, and collective uh, in the game uh, for a freshman. He's well beyond his years. Coach, uh, this coming week you get to start off uh, tomorrow against Southern Fulton and then followed by Washington and University. But let's focus on that Southern Fulton game. I know uh, I got to see them earlier this season, and uh, their big man has been out with an injury. I don't know if he's still been out, but what have you seen from uh, the Indians there in uh, Pennsylvania for scouting-wise for tomorrow's game? Well, they're 10-3. and three. Um, When you win 10 games and you lose three, you know um, – they're, they're, they're a good program. Uh, they're, they're big guys still out from what I saw last night. I'll watch them again tonight, um, or from the Saturday game, sorry. Um, and I'll watch them again tonight. But, I mean, they're, they're, a, they're a well-disciplined team. Um, I think, I think our, our, where, we can, where we can excel in that game is our athleticism. And um, I think that we have to use our athleticism uh, to change that game. And uh, don't let them get comfortable. Uh, it is a home game. We're undefeated at home. So uh, again, man, we just we just concentrate on the scout. We have the scout. We have we're, we're preparing like the big man's playing. Um, again, they have two six five kids. So I mean, they're 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 a, they're a formidable opponent for us. And uh, we just have to go out there, take care of business, execute the scout, and uh, see see what happens. Uh, a lot of most of our you know our last couple games, it's been you know halftime adjustments. And, uh, you know, even with Broadford, we went by six at halftime and we went by 30. And it's the same with Hedgesville and the same with Martinsburg. And, um, you know, we, we have to be able to adjust throughout that game. They, the teams throw multiple defenses at us, and uh, we're getting better at adjusting in game. But, uh, yeah, we're prepared for them. We'll go out there today and we're going to work on ourselves today, um, make ourselves better. And then we have a walkthrough tomorrow, and that's when we'll focus mostly on Southern Fulton. But if we play our game, I mean, I think we can beat anyone. So I'm confident about uh, tomorrow's game. And looking forward, obviously, some things have been switched around due to COVID and, you know, some weather cancellate or postponements. Uh, so your last – it's about a month left you guys have in the regular season, 13 games in the next month. Obviously, didn't have that many in the month of January, uh, whether that was due to snow or due to COVID or whatnot. But, obviously, this is going to be a tough stretch for your team uh, with having to play Jefferson twice um, and then, you know, uh, playing Musselman as well in Martinsburg again. Yeah, the, the good thing about that is kids love to play games. They want to play. I mean, you know, coaches like to practice. Kids like to play. So um, we're excited about it. Every every game is an opportunity for us to, you know, get better. Every day is an opportunity for us to get better. And we just want to we want to be uh, we want to be better every, every day. Each day we want to get better. Today when we go in the gym from three to five, we want to get better. Tomorrow against Southern Fulton, we want to get better. And uh, Again, every 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 can every game is an opportunity for that. And with a young team, uh, we we truly 
are blessed to have games that, that matter at this point. Um, you know, like Spring Mills hasn't had that in boys basketball. And every game now, you know, we're playing for we're playing for the number one seed in the section. We're playing for the EFAC championship. We're playing for the number one uh, seed in the region. I mean, we haven't played Jefferson yet, and as we play Musselman one more time. So we, we look forward to those opportunities. I tell them all the time. I tell the guys we're playing with house money. Um, we, we start three freshmen, and, or we, sorry, we don't start three freshmen anymore. We play three freshmen out of six, and our other three guys are juniors. So, I mean, expectations weren't huge this year. The, the, and the expectations for us were, but, you know, looking around, you know, they, they play three freshmen, they play three juniors, they have no seniors. We're, we're playing with house money in every game. We go in there, we're the underdog, and we, we have something to prove. Um, we, all, we are going out there every day to prove that we belong and uh, prove that we – can make some noise in the state and you know goal the goals have been accomplished so, so far but our goals go far beyond um just what we've done coach i know when we talked uh, earlier in the year you know you seemed very confident in this team but are you surprised at all by how well they've played or did you expect to be in the position you're in at this point in the season oh well, the young team you just never know i i know i've always known that uh you know this group's really, really good. And uh, three years ago, when I when I took this position, Coach uh, Dan Comer, uh, he gave me a wonderful opportunity. And uh, I, I knew this freshman group was coming up, and I knew my job, you know, the first two years were to get, were to get the other kids ready, to get those guys ready. And uh, whether it be the first year as freshmen or when they're sophomores or whatever, you know, have that have the culture already in place. So for when these guys get here, you know, we can, we can just start rolling. So and that's what it is. Uh, the culture was in place. These these new guys have created the culture. Uh, the juniors and the sophomores have totally embraced these other these, these freshmen, um, and we've become a team. And uh, yeah, the talent's there. And uh, age is just age is just a number. And uh, I think these kids are proving that. So I mean, again, you know, I, this year, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, how fast this team has grown up. But, you know, like like I said, you know, from day one, this team's good at basketball. They're good at basketball. Um, they, just have, they just have to get strong enough and mentally mentally tough enough to handle a uh, high school basketball season. And so far, so good, man. They've handled it with dignity, and they've handled it with pride, and a lot of people are proud of them. Coach Samples, uh, before we wrap up and uh, let you go here, want to have some fun so uh friday made a friendly bet with spencer nick here on the show me being a boston celtics fan them being a wizards fan about the loser team wise had to do some karaoke today on the show and i'm trying to come up with a song for them to sing so if you're a karaoke guy what's your uh, go-to song oh uh, my go uh friends in little places garth brooks man Friends in low places. Uh, I have a twin brother, and we uh, that, that's our karaoke song. Friends in low places, Garth Brooks. All right, so that will be one of the three options that I have for him then. So I got Friends in Low Places, uh, California Girls, and then right. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. So I'm going to let <laughs> our uh, viewers and listeners here comment on our uh, Facebook page which one they want to hear these two sing at the uh, end of the show today. So appreciate you coming on today congrats again on the uh, wins and good luck this week and the rest of the season coach samples thank you we appreciate your support all right coach talk soon good luck this week that was head coach of the spring mills boys basketball team luke samples uh we'll be doing their game here 
I guess it's a week from Friday. I uh, had to switch some things around. Martinsburg at the Greenbrier Tournament uh, due to some contractual things, unable to go broadcast that one. So we'll be back here in the Eastern Panhandle. So we'll be doing Spring Mills, Hedgesville Part 2. And as we you know, just talked with head coach Samples, they got that win 48-46 a couple weekends ago. Now, so that'll be a good game. Uh, did we uh, get the rights to still I have to call the guy. He doesn't call me back. Because I wasn't sure if we would have the Martinsburg game. Yeah, that well, that should be should be done soon. Uh, right. But, but um, you know, I really like this Spring Mills team. I, I love how confident Luke Samples is and his, and his guys, even though they're a young squad. And, uh, you know, they've just proven to, it seemed to be getting better each game, too. Um, and while they don't go very deep, you know, they have they have talent. They uh, I think each guy seems to know their role and knows how to accelerate in it or excel in it. So, um, yeah, this is this is definitely a tough team. And even though they're led by freshmen, um, you, know, you can't count them out against any opponent. Anything else, Cole? Nah, good segment. Glad to hear from uh, Coach Samples. And as we said, this Spring Mills team's uh, really looking good this year. 2-0 in the section, and the one seed might be theirs. Yeah, I mean, could be, as I mentioned on social media and on, yeah, still a lot of basketball. 13 games before sectionals play for the Spring Mills Cardinals. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We come back. uh, We'll have a little giveaway for you. If you want to call in after this segment, we'll give you the details on that next. And we'll talk a little uh, uh, WVU hoops and some Shepherd hoops as we'll have the game for Shepherd tonight on TV 10 and WR and our TV on YouTube. We'll be back for more in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Freddy, when you need justice. 
The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all-day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Brunick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us here. Uh, WVU hoops action over the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, West Virginia, they fell, Colin. Yeah, it was thir- another frustrating loss from uh, this team. And I didn't really get to listen to the game because we had other obligations. But I was listening to uh, the post game with uh, Bob Huggins and Tony Caridi, the interview there, and you could hear the frustration and disappointment in a uh, the head coach and Bob Huggins just talking to the team, saying that they just seem like they don't care this season and have given up. Yeah, uh, that was a tough loss for them on Saturday. I believe it was 13 points. Is that right, Colin? Yeah, it was 13 it was points. 78-65, uh, but they're back on the schedule on Wednesday, 8 p.m. start at the Coliseum against Oklahoma. Oklahoma having troubles this season. And uh, so if you uh, you as a fan, if you uh, want to make that, what, two-and-a-half-hour trip to Morgantown to the Coliseum? Yeah. You could do so right now. Uh, we have a pack of four tickets and a pack of two tickets, all to Friday night's game. If you're on TV 10, here are the tickets. Uh, you can call the hotline or the studio line or the main line, excuse me, 304-263-6586. Again, four tickets and another another set of two tickets in the 200 section. So uh, looking nice there in 200 section. Uh, again, that's 304-263-6586 if you want to go. Four tickets and then a pair of tickets as well. Uh, so again, if you want to go to that game, call the station number 304-263-6586. Tickets are yours if you want if you want them. So exciting matchup on Wednesday against Oklahoma. And Oklahoma struggling themselves. I believe they've lost now like six in a row. So... I don't know if six and that's not right. One, two, three, four, four in a row. They've lost four in a row. So West Virginia could get back on the winning side here on Wednesday. That looks like an, an easy matchup for them, Colin. Hopefully. I mean, West Virginia's kind of on a losing streak of its own as well, three straight in the conference. But they but are will be playing teams. at the Coliseum. Yeah. So they only have one loss at home, yeah. that being that Baylor game. So we'll see. Yeah. Again. And those were all ranked teams. So. Yeah, that's I mean, true. They have not Oklahoma beat. hasn't been as good as some of the teams they've been playing recently. Yeah, but, but it's the Big Twelve. Yeah, and Oklahoma's had a pretty good program the last few years. 
They definitely have. Um, again, if you want to go, that's 304-263-6586. I see the phone lines lighting up. So somebody's going to take advantage of this opportunity to go see the Mountaineers, hopefully victorious on Wednesday night against Oklahoma at the Coliseum, 8 p.m. start time. Uh, but now let's shift over to Shepard. Uh, Shepard men's basketball. We had Coach on, what was that, Thursday we had him on? Coach Namalik? We have him on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on Thursday. I think it was Thursday. No, we had him on Wednesday before the game on Wednesday, right? Yeah, and then we had Echo yeah. Then we had Echo yes, on Thursday. There we go. Uh, they got back in the win column in overtime, 65-63 on Saturday at Cutstown. Uh, Cutstown coming into the game was 6-10, and 3-7 and seven in the PSAC. So a good win for Shepard in overtime. Kyle Daggett hit a pair of free throws with two seconds left to give them that 65-63 lead. Uh, Daggett had a game high of 28 points, 11 boards, and three block shots to pace the Rams. He connected 12 of 19 from the field, was 4-4 from the foul line. Uh, Daggett's 28 points are career high, and he recorded a double-double for the fourth time this season. Jared Robinson had 12 points, and uh, the Musselman grad, Cam Stevens, had eight points, a game-high six assists as well, five boards. So uh, they get back in the win column and uh, improve there to six and eight on the season and two and six in the PSAC back at it tonight against Mansfield uh, Mansfield I believe it should be a, a kind of easy opponent for the Rams because they're not having a good season it's weird because they're one in 16 they average 78 points a game but they give up 92 points a game so if anything there's going to be a lot of scoring I would think tonight yeah. because Mansfield appears to not want to play defense or at least wants to create a lot of possessions in the game you know they're playing that hillbilly style I guess uh that Dan D'Antoni used to play uh but I, I mean we'll we'll see how this one goes tonight I, I think it while they're one in 16 like they obviously have the ability to score points they have some good players averaging in double figures on the year I believe three players in double figures so they're a solid team offensively. They just have struggled so much on the defensive end. But Shepard's been kind of the complete opposite. They're more of a team that wants to keep it in the 60s, low 70s. So that's going to be important tonight. How do these two styles kind of counter each other? Can Shepard control the tempo? And I think if they can do that, they'll be fine. But if they allow Mansfield to make it an up-tempo type game, that could definitely help uh, the Mountaineers make it you know, in favor of them, even though they are one in sixteen, they've had a lot of close games. They can score, like I said, and they have the ability to win on any given night, despite the fact that they only have one win on the season. Like it's not your typical one in sixteen basketball team in terms of like they're absolutely terrible. They obviously have some ability. They just haven't been good at all on the defensive end. Yeah, definitely. Now let's transition to Shepherd women's basketball they fell on Saturday to Cutstown number 24 Cutstown so nationally ranked uh that game was 63 to 47 and uh Shepherd had the lead 18-17 after the first quarter then things kind of faltered there in the second and third giving up a total of 37 points between those two quarters and only scoring 19 points they outscored uh Cutstown too little too late 10 to 9 in the final quarter um Shepard now falls to twelve and three and six and three in the PSAC. Sydney Clayton and junior guard, junior forward uh, Kara Miner had twelve points each. Um, 
Marley McLaughlin grabbed a team high eight rebounds, and junior guard Abby Beeman, who had an off shooting night, only she just dished out eight assists, uh, didn't shoot the ball very well, uh, only having five points in the game, and uh, only having two field goals made, one of them a three, playing all forty minutes of the game. So that needs to turn around tonight. They play Mansfield at a five at five thirty, part of the doubleheader. Uh, we'll have that game on TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube, 5 p.m. Johnny's Express tip-off show. And for Mansfield girls or women's, they're 5-9 and nine on the season, 4-6 and six in the conference. Uh, they're coming off of a 61-46 loss at Millersville on Saturday and back-to-back losses, a 59-47 loss at Pitt-Johnstown on Wednesday. So uh, Shepard Women's Basketball looking to get back in the wind column after a loss and uh, kind of an interesting stretch for this uh, Shepard Women's Basketball team. Uh, they've now they're now in their last six games or no not six in their last five games they're two and three so you also got to remember that they were just coming off uh for what was it nine players having yeah covid out of the 15 on the team so they're still trying to get their uh, feet under them but still you don't want to make any excuses yes they played a team that's ranked nationally on the road and it's the number one team in the division there in the PSAC that they're in so it sucks they lost but got to refocus for tonight beaming after dropping 37 though he scores five goes two for nine from the field one for five from the three-point line just not a great shooting night overall for Shepard they only shot 29.8 from the field and 25 percent from the three Uh, but not a great shooting night overall because uh Cutstown only shot 33.9 from the field and 22.2 from three. So, lately we've been seeing a lot of 40% and 45% and sometimes 50% from both teams that, you know, Shepard along with their opponent. I mean, sometimes you're going to go cold. So, you got to find ways to, to still get points, whether it be from the free throw line or in transition, just get easy baskets. Uh, and I guess Cutstown probably did that a little bit more. Then Shepard did, and yeah, it's one loss in the middle of the season to a, a good opponent. I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. You'll get another shot at Kutztown later in the year. Exactly, and uh, transition to uh, before we hit the break, she- uh, Shepard baseball uh, they get the season going on Friday, February fourth. So next that Friday, feels so weird. I know, but they're going to be in Pembroke, North Carolina against UNC Pembroke. Uh, it's kind of baseball is you know they start the season in the in the south. That's kind of how college baseball works for northern teams. Um, but uh, graduate student pitcher Adam Miller out of Sharando in Virginia has been named to the National Baseball Collegiate Baseball National Baseball Collegiate Baseball Writers Association That's a preseason All Atlantic Region team. That's a tongue twister right there miller first team all PSAC east choice in 2021 that posted a four and two mark with one save and 10 appearance he fanned 25 only walked three in about 20 innings pitched he added a 3.66 era with a whip of 102 shepherd shepherd was 14 or 22 and 14 and one and 18 12 and one in the PSAC east play in 2021 uh, so they'll open the season again, I mentioned, next Friday as part of a three-game set at UNC Pembroke. Uh, before we get to break here, uh, congrats to Gary Harder, I believe. He was the first caller, and he's got the four-pack of tickets to CWVU take on Oklahoma Friday, or excuse me, Wednesday night at the Coliseum. So uh, shout-out to him. Going to enjoy some 
basketball there. But that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and Designer Bedding, Outdoor Living, it's family-owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back, we'll talk a little Wizards hoops. As uh, we kind of teased earlier, we went to the game yesterday. So we'll talk about that and uh, Caps maybe. They're, they're back in action tonight. That's next on the Sports Mix. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything. From small business cards to wrapping large vehicles, our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. Makeup is everywhere. I'm in new bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times in a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. More bangs? <laughs> Neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596. The WVU Medicine Children's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit at Berkeley Medical Center recently received a Level 3 designation from the West Virginia Healthcare Authority. This award is based on quality assurance measures, including specialty trained staff, equipment, specialty services, and facility layout and location. Whether patients deliver at Berkeley Medical Center or Jefferson Medical Center, specialized care for babies born with low birth weight, prematurity, and those recovering from serious conditions is available close to home. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, TV10 on Comcast Channel 10 in Berkeley and Jefferson Counties, and streaming live on the TV10 Facebook along with the Talk Radio WRNR Facebook and the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Facebook. Spencer Queen, Nick Virgilini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us here as we uh, are towards the latter half of the show. We'll talk uh, some Washington Wizards. We were at that game on on Sunday yesterday but first before we do that we'll talk Friday night the Wizards got the the Wizards fell 109 to 105 to the Raptors they uh, dropped to 23 and 23 on Friday night then on Sunday yesterday they fell to the Celtics 116 87 we were in attendance and before the game we got to meet uh, play-by-play broadcaster that you can hear right here on talk radio WRNR uh, 106.5 FM AM 740 Dave Johnson as uh, you heard you can hear all season long from the Wizards Radio Network. Here's a picture if you're on TV 10, uh, us from the game, and a uh, great guy, Dave Johnson. 
Yeah, it was uh, really nice to see where he announces from, kind of just right in front of a uh, kind of interesting. I didn't even realize that it was a great view, though. It is a great of view. the court. Got to talk with him, and it was a pretty cool experience. Glad that we got to do it, yeah. and glad that the Celtics kicked. the Glad to butt. know he's just he's the nicest guy ever. No, he a was. Text away, like I just shot him a text on Saturday kind of evening and i was like hey i know this is kind of a shot in the dark don't know if we could do that with covid restrictions because i didn't know where they broadcasted mm-hmm. from to be honest um but uh we'd like to come and see where you broadcast from and uh he was like yeah sure come on down so showed up went up to section 216 where they are and uh saw where the magic happens on the voice side of things not the court because you would think like you see in college they're court side or kind of to the right of the court and to the left of the court, but they're not. It's different. Yeah, usually scores table like what you see uh, Tony Creedy do for yeah. WVU, but NBA-wise, they sell those seats. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it kind of reminded me, it was very similar to the Cavs arena. Uh, Andrew Rogers and I had a chance to go there Friend and of the broadcast. Um, and it was pretty much the same kind of setup as that, uh, just kind of in the stands. So it's a little bit weird initially but i think it's a great view like you said it was just really cool to meet dave a uh, really nice guy and he'll for be him to take a little bit of time soon. out of it out of his uh day to or prep for the game or whatever yeah, i mean literally what was that take a 45 minutes before the broadcast so. yeah. yeah so and he tweeted it out yeah yeah it's pretty cool uh he'll be on the show here again in a few weeks when the all-star break happens when's that nick it's coming second, up third week february? i think it's early in february yeah after the Super Bowl, maybe? Week after? I don't know. Let's see what it is. I looked it up here. Uh, it is set February 18th to 20th, so we'll probably get him on... Five days after the Super Bowl. We'll so. probably get him on things. maybe Monday the 21st or Friday, you know, the kind of that week. We'll just kind of see what his schedule is looking like. Uh, but glad to have him on again. Thanks to him again for allowing us to come see where he broadcasts and, you know, just helping us out along the way. Uh, the Wizards dropped that game yesterday. I said 116-87. to 87. <sighs> They're now 23-24 and 24 on the year. Jason Tatum, as Colin Told said, you guys. had a 50-burger, 51 points, 10 boards for his second 50-point performance in his last four meetings against the Wizards. Absolutely obliterates this yeah, team. Nine three-pointers, sure. I'm career high. It's pretty cool. And he had he was over for his last seventeen three pointers heading into the game. So uh Tatum definitely got out of, of a rough patch. West Sunsell Jr. returned to the sidelines and to yeah. me he made some interesting decisions. I didn't get why he wasn't playing Montrez Harrell at all. I didn't really understand that. Um but in terms of the Wizards, I mean they were just terrible. After the beginning of the game, they started off pretty good and then like the final four or five minutes of the first half I don't really know what happened. And they shot like 35% for the game, um, I think in the 20s for three. So it was just a terrible outing by Washington and an amazing performance by Tatum, which was really the only reason why it was worth going to that game was to see Jason Tatum because Washington was terrible. Yeah. Uh, we uh, upgraded ourselves a little bit there in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, we still had some pretty great seats there in uh, Section 106, kind of behind the basket, yeah. but – since uh, the place was not um, I mean, full it was capacity. A, it was a Sunday late yeah, afternoon Sunday game. afternoon. A lot of people were watching It wasn't a 1 p.m. game. If it's a 1 p.m. game, I think but, you see a little bit more people but, there, but you know, starting at 3.30. And no NFL. The greatest weekend yeah. in NFL. And so yeah. it We'll have no NFL feet. here in about you know a month, so there'll be a lot more but people yeah, going to Sunday got games. Got down probably. to what? Probably 10 rows behind? or 10 rows court, off the court, yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, but that was a you know good experience. Maybe we'll go here soon again. Hopefully, we'll go here soon again. Uh, but now let's transition to the Capitals before we hit the last break of the day. The Capitals, uh, they're in action. They were in action Saturday night. They got uh, an overtime victory over the Senators, but the Senators would, of Ottawa would get off to the, a fast start with Thomas Chabot. He scored 122 into the game. Uh, that was a lone goal for the opening period. Ottawa would grab the their only other goal in the second scored by former cap Zach Sanford at the 607 mark in the third it would be Alex Ovechkin uh dragging the caps back into the game scoring goal one right here and out of the far side mostly on the perimeter here caps looking to find a lane Ovechkin going to the top of the net and a shot they score he was there camped out the puck came his way and Alex Ovechkin finally gets Washington on the board with 18 Goal two would come very soon after to make it 2-2. Shot in front and hitting a post was Ovechkin. The top of the crossbar. How did that stay out? The bottom of the crossbar for Ovechkin as he came in from five feet out. Boy, that looked like bar down. That was indeed a goal. Kind of looked initially like it wasn't a goal. They went back and reviewed it, and it was a goal. So that's two goals for Ovechkin. Uh, That tied it up at two. No scoring for the rest of the contest, and it would head to overtime, an overtime overtime in which the Caps had one victory out of nine tries, I believe, coming in, and that was the last overtime game earlier last week. And uh, Nick Backstrom did it in great fashion here, winning the game 3-2 to two for the Caps. Ferravari, big speed ahead here, and ahead with Ferravari into the zone for Ovechkin, a drive in off the stick of Matt Murray. And a rebound, and Norris turned over in front, Backstrom backhand scores! Nick Backstrom into the net vacated by Murray! Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Ottawa! Nick Backstrom wins it for Washington in overtime! The Caps, another win in the month of January, not too many of those. Colin, no, not too many, week. but you heard Ovechkin with uh, two goals, so he now uh, splits. Six. What? He now splits between goals and assists, is yeah. what I was trying to say. 29 each, total of 58 points. He's now six point, six goals behind tying Yadimir Yager mm-hmm. for third most in NHL history, I believe. Uh, Maybe and he's trying seven to go from, watch that. Seven from getting into third place sole, solely. Uh, the Caps back in action tonight as they host the Vegas Golden Knights. 7 p.m. Think you can game. get all six tonight? <laughs> I wish. I don't know. My sister was talking about he needed to do this, this, and this because they were going to another game. I don't know which game. Remember which game they're going oh, they to. They got Cab. I think they may be going to the tonight. Blue Jackets game. So she was saying that they need to score. He needs to score like so many more for them to go to that game and wherever it's presented. Like presenting him the, you know, the, you know they do a little mm-hmm. show for whenever you do that. Uh, but the Caps again back in action tonight, 7 p.m. against the Golden Knights, 6:45. You can tune into it on Talk Radio WRNR. Uh, but the Caps kind of making things happen here at the end of January. Hopefully that's a good thing, good sign to come for February and March and April. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't sure if you had anything. Uh, I was just thinking about broadcasting, and I was wondering, do you guys think John Walden has the uh, same spot as Dave Johnson? I don't Ooh. know. That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe we could find out. Yeah. 
make a lot of sense, I feel like. But. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We come back. We'll talk some crazy wild, the most entertaining NFL weekend we've ever seen. Uh, four divisional games in the round coming down to very much the end of the game. Uh, we'll talk about that in two minutes when we come back for the final segment on the Sports Mix. See you. By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Well, I've been as high as that ivory tower. Nick, where are you? That's now we're living. I've got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. And I'll be okay. Now that I'm not big on social graces, then I'll slip on down to the oasis because I've got friends. 
in low places. places. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. We did fulfill our <laughs> bet. Core. We did fulfill our bet. So uh, we we are f- bet fulfillers. The segment, <laughs> this final segment, brought to you in part by the. Mary Scoop and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil Mahoy. You can call them at 304-263-4343, or you can stop by their offices, which are located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Uh, before we uh, go... That might have er, to be the new show intro. I, think it was I love the perfect transition by Spencer, right out of the song. We welcome you back to the Smoke oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got to go. We don't have a lot of time left. we got five minutes. And we got to talk about the greatest All right. NFL If anybody week. wants... If there's two peep, two tickets. We've got two tickets left to go to the Mountaineer game on Wednesday. You can God. call 304-263-6586. Again, two tickets, 8 p.m. on Wednesday night at the Coliseum in Morgantown against Oklahoma. If you want to go, call 304-263-6586. Uh, but now let's transition. We'll end the show with some NFL action. Uh, the divisional playoffs over the weekend, probably the most entertaining we've ever received. Uh, started off on Saturday with the the uh, Bengals and Titans. Titans, what were uh, or were down? Um, were they down? They were down nine to six at halftime, and then at the end of the fourth quarter, they were up, or they were tied at sixteen sixteen at the end of the third quarter, and it took all the way into the end of the fourth quarter uh, for. Literally, as the game was winding down for the rookie to come in, McPherson, McPherson, excuse me, and here's the call from Western. On the right hash, Clark Harris will snap. Kevin Huber will hold. Evan McPherson for the Bengals win from 52. McPherson eyes the uprights. Looks down, tells Huber he's ready. Here's the snap. Ball down. McPherson's kick is on the way, and it is good. And the Bengals win. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to the AFC title game. Evan McPherson with the walk-off winner from 52. And the Bengals... McPherson, the man of the hour there, defeating the Titans, the number one Titans in the AFC, 19-16. Then on the nightcap on Saturday, the Aaron or Aaron Rodgers and the Packers hosting the Jimmy Garoppolo... Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers come out on top 13-10, to scoring 10 points in the final quarter. And again, that came down to a field goal by Robbie Gold as well. He knocked that one through. Uh, crazy weekend. We'll go now to Sunday in the NFL. Uh, the Rams 49ers, first game of the day. Uh, or excuse me, not Rams 49ers, Rams Buccaneers, first game of the day. Uh, the Rams leading 20-3 to at halftime, but Tom Brady and the Bucks do what they always do. They come back, make it a game, scoring 24 points in the final two quarters. Uh, but the Rams win that thing going away at the end. Uh, another kick to end the ball game. Uh, so there you go. Three, three games so far, three game winning kicks. All underdogs. All underdogs winning. And then Saturday, Sunday night, last night, you saw probably the best game from two of the best quarterbacks that are definitely going to be seeing each other uh, for many years here in the playoffs as Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills invaded Kansas City to take on Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, both quarterbacks, Josh Allen, 27-37, 329 yards, four touchdowns. And uh, Pat Mahomes, 34-44, 378 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, and he had a one rushing 
but that game came down to the final seconds, or actually the final minutes. What were we? I think twenty-four points in the last few minutes, but it ended. Uh, it ended with this. Let me pull it up here. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Josh Allen waiting on the sidelines, desperate for a chance. First and goal at the eight. Mahomes gets the shotgun snap. Pumps, throws for the end zone to Kelsey. Adjusting, makes the catch. Touchdown! Travis Kelsey with a touchdown in the back right corner of the end zone. Kansas City wins it. 42-36. What a game there. 42-36 in overtime. So next week, the... The championship rounds will be Rams against the 49ers and the Chiefs hosting the Bengals. That should be a good one. Your guys' real quick takeaways from the weekend in sport or from the weekend in the NFL. Uh, we need to repick. We do. <laughs> we were, I was two and two on the weekend. Nick one and one win or oh, I, I didn't win a game. Yeah, All right. I went winless. But uh, I'm going to say I respect Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford a bit more now. And I respect you guys for uh, singing the song. Great job. There you go. That does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Spring Mills head coach Luke Samples for the music suggestion and for coming on the show. Spring Mills Cardinals doing some good things on the court. We'll be back at their game next Friday night against Hedgesville, but that does it. So for Colin McLaughlin, Nick Versley, I'm Spencer Peace saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight on TV 10 at 5 p.m.